Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura May Poray. It's chapter one, and the birds are singing. Let those birds loose, Laura. Let those birds loose. I I love them right now. They are so calm, and they are so happy, and they are so carefree. And it blows my mind that that's how God tells me that I'm supposed to be. He's like, do you know <sighs> birds? Right? Do they do they care about what they're going to eat? Do they worry about what they're going to drink or where they're going to live? I want you to know that just like I take care of them, I, I will take care of you. And I needed the little the little birdie reminder this morning because I'm feeling... It, it's really nice to hear birds as a mom, to stop and really... Because most of the time, you know, we hear mom, 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 mom. And to really stop and think, <laughs> wow, look, birds are actually chirping. So nice. Do you know they were annoying me last week? Not many people would probably believe that about my personality because I'm uber positive and ridiculously hopeful. <laughs> and last week, I was like, can y'all just shut up and stop being so happy for just a second? Like last week, it was it was so, everything in my house, it was, you know, the dove, the Holy Spirit picture of that calm, peaceful dove and the white perfection. Seriously, the birds were chirping in their beautiful innocence. And I was like, just stop for a minute I'm trying to really work through my stress here and I have legitimate reasons to be angry stop singing so sweetly <laughs> you have to pick up and a rock kept going. it's real as godly nails on a chalkboard they just kept going tweet 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 it's okay tweet tweet I'm like no it's not tweet 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 I'm like okay it is okay it will be it's not right now but it will be and here they're we talked about that it's, a, it's taking a ticket to treat it's it's like taking a uh, ticket to Crazy Town. You know, you just jump on that train and the choo 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 Crazy Town. Mine is, oh. I'm on the fast lane to Crazy Town. It's not, we're in that lane that you can only travel in if you have 14 people in your car. That H-O-V, is the H-O-V lane. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Thank you. We're such a good team. Uh, yes, and then they you just know what? And I love that. I love that we can around. be real in all of these years that we can just be real with each other. I think that's part of just having an awesome friendship and an awesome relationship with God that is forgiving and graceful. And I am grateful that, that I have that, you know, I'm excited. This episode is called chapter one, as per said, say, because it's chapter one of the book guys. We have officially gone back. Yes. I say we collectively, because anytime Laura does something, I take credit. Okay. And anytime I do something, Laura <laughs> takes credit. That's how it works. Okay. If one of us got it done, we got it done. Okay. But yes, so we yes, yes. went back and listened to the very, very first podcast of the Christian Comedy Chicks, which was called Believe. And once I got per- past the first, I'm not going to lie, the, the first 25 minutes is brutal. Okay. It's the first one. <laughs> Cut us some slack. <laughs> But if figuring you know, everything real, out, listen, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Let's just say that. So, but in the last bit, and we, it was really actually, I'm, I'm lying. I shouldn't say all that. It was a really good show. We had Lisa Mills on. No, here's the brutal. On. 
Okay, and here's the brutal part, just in case anybody is like, oh, so offended. Um, the brutal part is listening to yourself. Like, that is so yes. utterly brutal. You have no idea. The, the coasting that I had to do with Jessica, I was like, push, play, push, play, push, play. <laughs> because the brutal part is, or why did I do that? Or why didn't I say, that would have been a great time to insert such and such. Okay, so that's the brutal part is the 25 minutes of listening to ourselves, which is why I, I promised her I would go back. And she says we. She's so sweet. I promised that I would go back. I have literally crawled into bed so tired the last few nights. I was like, oh, I'll just listen to it before I go to sleep. <laughs> or I didn't because I was so tired I totally forgot. So thank you for taking one for the you team get and listening sweet. to us. No, I'd rather you because get sleep. That, I'm happier to hear that. I'm, listen, I'm, listen to me. Um, listen to me. I'm happier to okay. hear that you got sleep instead of doing that. I'm serious. I'm sorry about that, Thank people. You. I had to Why yell at my friends. The only thing more we fight. brutal this is than listening. <laughs> the only thing more brutal than listening to yourself is watching yourself. That's all kinds oh. of new levels of wicked. But um, it, yeah, oh. for anybody who was not, we had some fantastic people on the show, and so for them, I wanted to go back and listen to what they said. But the brutal part is like, and the self hatred part is like, oh, I will have to listen to myself too, and I don't want to. So thank you. For you know, what, and let me. And, well, listen. And since this is chapter one, I think this is a great place to start with this with this talk. You know, and and this is for me. You know, I think that Laura and I have been really diligent about speaking in the what's the one person, the self person, the I person. That's first another person. thing I learned yeah. about myself. First person on the first show, I think I said like believe in this. Anyway, ugh, the point is, <laughs> <laughs> on the self hatred. God's over that, that part. And I have to check myself all the time. I have to really check myself, you know, because I'll, I'll catch myself. The second I do something, I'll leave and I'll say, oh, man, I shouldn't have done this. Or I wish it looked mm-hmm. like that. Or I wish I had it. And that's normal. You know, I mean, we're Christians. We believe, you know, we, all that. But the, I, I want to just kind of crack that preface on Christianity for us is that we're also real. And in chapter one, listen, ladies, it's real. We all grow chin hairs. It's real. Right. And that self-hatred, yeah. you just have to check it. You know, and Laura and I have gotten better at, I will say, we have gotten better at checking ourselves quicker. You know, it's, it's not mm-hmm. that it doesn't come around. And I'm telling you, when you're getting ready to bless and you are blessing somebody by doing something, either being yourself, and which is what you're doing, you're being yourself, that's when the enemy always steps in. And that's why I think the self-hatred comes quickly and right away. Like he's right there. And that's why God mm-hmm. says, you know what, you know, pray to me, give it to me. And so I have been. I'm like, you know what, God, I, I sound like a man. Let me give that to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know what you can do with that, but I just, anyway, uh, it's so sultry. It's so 20s, sultry. I don't know about it. Anyway, so that is, is really important. And I love that we've come a long way. We're not writing this book from a perspective of a finish line. We're like... <laughs> We're maybe just, I don't know, what, a couple hundred feet into the race? I mean, it's, you know, not very far. I haven't even it, registered. But I haven't even registered for the race. <laughs> so you're so far ahead. I've, I've thought about it. I'm the queen of I got you a number. I got you a number. <laughs> oh, Don't worry. Listen, oh, like I said, we, we, if I'm 100 yards in, you're 100 yards in. That's how it works. Woohoo! It's awesome. Yes. Okay, so listen. Thank you. I'm going to... Um, after you pray, I'm going to have you pray right now because it's just important to do. And then I'm going to go back and give us a refresher on some of the awesome things that Lisa, Kim, Andrea, you shared on that very first show that are relevant right now, which is really awesome. And, and I'm excited to go into three years later. We do that. I would look three years later. It got us so good. Um, wow. wow. But I just, man, let's pray over that. Go for it. All right. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for perspective. I want to thank you for the ability to look back that we are still alive today and that we are still following our dreams. And if you'd have asked us back then in that first show, hey, you think you'll still be doing this in three years? I, I don't know. I don't know how I would have answered that. I probably would have said, I hope so. And here we are on the other side of I hope so. So as we look forward to more hopes and more dreams, um, knowing that you are already on the other side, we would just ask that you bless that. When we can look back on when we were planning our first book and writing our first book, God, what an exciting time it will be to be on the other side and then listen back to the show and laugh about what it took the three years of groundwork that it took us in radio to even get us ready for a book and then where we'll be another three years from now. I can't even imagine now, but we know that the one thing that's constant is you. And the one thing that has given us joy in these last hmm. three years is you. The only thing that has given us perseverance and faith to follow these dreams and talents that you've instilled in us is you. And we thank you that in so many different topics and in so many different situations, for three years we've been able to encourage our audience that the common thread uh, with no exception is you that you are the beginning, the middle, and the end. And we thank you for that. And we rejoice that you are waiting for us on the other side. Help us to be faithful in the journey and bloodied and bruised and sweaty and manly and (laughs) frazzled as we are in this moment. God, we thank you that you are on the other side cheering for us across the finish line because you have already told us the victory is ours because of you and because of what your son did on the cross. And We just rest in that when our souls are frazzled and when our minds are overwhelmed. We just thank you that you have the victory. And really when our eyes are afraid to go anywhere else, thank you that we can just look up at you and say, Daddy, please help. And you're there to help us. So I thank you for anyone else who needs that in this moment. I know I do. Thank you that when nothing else matters, uh, we can look at you and say, God, you first. And we know that you are the I am. You are everything. Help me to rest my eyes these next several weeks on you because, man, I will get I will drown if I don't. So thank you for a place to fix my eyes. Thank you for a place to rest my soul. And thank you for a friend who can remind me, hey, 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 put your eyes back on Jesus and it'll be okay. Thank you for a reminder that hugging my children is what matters most right now. Thank you for my friend. And thank you for this ministry you've given us. We dedicate this book to you, and we dedicate these next three years to you, the next three months, the next three minutes. God, they're yours, and we are your vessel. So please be glorified in our lives, and we thank you ahead of time in your name. Amen. Amen. Oh, three years, three awesome years, three joy-filled years. And three hard years, you know, mm-hmm. in that order. It's they, they were not easy years, and I'm sure the ones ahead of us, and we were not promised easy. God promised peaceful in the easy, which is awesome. And we ask for it constantly, right. which I think is my favorite part of this journey. Looking back and listening to that, you know, the podcast was really just awesome. You know, just seeing God, how he pours through people, and, you know, it just really makes me reflect on the word. Just that, you know, you think, oh, I've read the Bible. Oh, I've read that. But it's in every moment, in every day, in every, it's relevant, you know, and it's, and it's in a different, you know, it's in a different way, but it's still relevant. And when I looked back and I heard Lisa Mills, you know, she is really great. I, 
can't say enough about it. I mean, there's just going to be like angels. We're going to be high-fiving in heaven. You know, we're going to be constant high-fiving. I want him to sew us together like Siamese twin angels. That's what I want him to do. But we're going to be <laughs> high-fiving Lisa Mills. She talked about, you know, when we were talking about believe, we asked her, you know, what does it mean to you to believe? And she answered, it means selling out to your dream. It means selling out to it. She's like, full on. And I got to think about that. Just like selling out, like, no, let's, we're doing this. Let's do this. And just how awesome right. that is. And she really has sold out to her dream, um, you know, the things that she's done. And, you know, the, I think she's on her second book, which is just awesome. And just the places that God is blessing her to go in her ministry and the places that she's, it's just amazing. And so I think that right. is awesome. And another cool thing that Andrea said, um, she said, when you perform, perform for God. She goes, yeah, that's what believing means for me, is that when you're on stage, you're doing it for God. You're not there for yourself or for any other reason except just to glorify the gift that God gave you. And she thanked God for her gift. She said, thank you for the gift. I'm grateful for the gift he's given me, which was really, really profounding to me because how often do I really thank him for the gifts that he's given me, you know? And when right. I don't believe in the dream that he's given me, and I don't believe in the gifts that he's given me by the self-hatred and all the self, you know, self-talk and you know, not feeling that self-worth, that's not really selling out and believing and doing it for God. And so I got, man, that's like super refreshing. And I'm going to cry because this was the one that hit me the hardest. And it was what you said three years ago. You said, <laughs> believing to me is when you, uh, in, when you encourage others to believe. And I thought to myself, man, that is so powerful that it's not even like being selfish, you know, to believe. But it's encouraging others to believe, which is what you do for me all the time through your realness. You encourage me to keep believing. And that's so relevant, whether it's a dream you have to sing, whether it's you want to be a better mom, whether it's you want to be a better parent, whether you have this vision of whatever it is that God has put in your heart, just that idea of selling out to it, which, Laura, you know what? God, just let us sell out to this. Let us sell out to being real moms for you. Let us sell out to telling people that, you know what, hey, I'm a mess and I want to kill the bird sometime. But thank you for the joy and the laughs that you give me in the midst of it. And thank you for also the times that they chirp where I remember that you provide even for them. Why would you not provide for me? So I just want to encourage anyone who's listening to really believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in that vision that God has given you. Know that this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. And it will be a sprint for some. And that's okay. And you know what? I feel like I'm just going to bust it out here and be real. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? With jealousy. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I have, I have a verse, it has to happen. I have a verse to encourage you at the end. Confession. And okay, then have response. that verse. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Have that verse ready on standby. Okay, so I'm you know, so talking about having Lisa Mills on. And she is a great person. But in the spirit of realness, in the three years, because we're in different seasons in our lives, She's gone through a sprint, you know, amazing stuff, yeah. army wives, shows, bookings, bookings, you know, retreats, and it's awesome. And my heart is overjoyed for her. In realness, I'm je- I was jealous. I was jealous. I said, God's taking that, get, taking that away from me. I was jealous. Like, man, God, why can't that be me? Why couldn't that be us? Look how hard we work. You know, I'm really trying, you know, or then the safe health trip pulls in. Well, man, you're not as good. You're not. All this stuff starts creeping in. And then once you give it over to God and you're real about it, like I, I, call, I usually confess things to you, Laura. I'm pretty good about that. <laughs> but I'm like, this is what's going on with me. You pray about it. And God says, it's not that you're not going to feel that. You're going to feel that that's normal. But bring it to me. That's the difference. Bring it. Lay it down on my lap. Say, this is what I'm struggling with, God. He's going to replace that. And what he replaced 
that with me was this vision of a marathon and that we're laughing about being 100 yards in. And sometimes you and I swap numbers. I'm like, here, take the number. I can't run, which is what Laura does on Facebook for the past three years. She's ran with that. I love you, Laura. <laughs> but that, but that, that spirit of like, you know what, you're in a marathon. So wherever God has you, wherever he's pulling you in your life, it, it, ease up on your, watch your pace. Watch your pace. Watch your breathing. Know when you need a rest, which is important. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was happy when you had gotten rest instead of listening to that podcast because that was important. The next podcast we're going to listen Thank to you. is Joy. And, um, and in Joy, we'll do the same thing in Chapter 2, guys. We're going to refresh on Joy, what it means to us three years later. And I'm excited about that one because it's probably the thing I'm most grateful for is being a mom and be able to be joyful and laugh with you about it. So, Yes. And, you know, it's funny, most of the people that I find I, I compare myself to are not in the same season of life as me. You know, Lisa has children, but they're grown. And I have a friend that I've connected pretty deeply with recently, but she has no children. She's not even married. And I'm looking at her life, and I forget that so many parts, moving parts are different for them and that it's possible mm-hmm. for them. And then I even spoke with somebody, I mean, I work with AMTC, and so we get a chance to work with performers all the time who have God-given dreams and gifts, and I get to talk to them about timing and what it means to wait on God and what we can do to honor God in the season of waiting. And I talked with a lady who's in her 60s, and she says, you know, I'll be honest, Laura, I kind of look down at you guys, and I'm a little jealous sometimes because... I mean, your life is only half over. Mm. She said, I feel like I'm in this rush. Like, what if, I, what if I don't get to it in time? And what if I waited too long? But I look at her, which is so funny. I look at her and I think, wow, look at her. I mean, she's got grown kids and she's got grandkids. But here she is. She's singing for this benefit concert. And she got this recording contract. And she's working on her second CD. And I, so I'm looking at her like, oh, my gosh, she's making it. And she's looking at me like, Lord, did I let too much of my life pass by? So it's so funny. The grass is truly always greener on the other side. And I love when God gives us that perspective. Like sometimes I'm the one that people look at and they go, wow, you know, you're really doing it. How do you do that? I'm like, really? I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't think I am. And so I love that God has that scripture. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Because really it all balances out in the end. Because those who are ahead now, and, are, and we are cheering them on, they're going to be sitting in the stands when it's our turn, and they're cheering us on. And those of us who are sitting in the stands now saying, oh, I wish that was us, God promises it will be. The first will be last, and the last will be first, and it's all going to even out in the end. And I'm so thankful for that. And, you know, if God said, sometimes I really have to put things in perspective by saying, Lord, if God said, okay, immediately now I will give you all of your dreams to fulfill 24 hours a day, but you don't have your children because, you know, you need to invest time in them to raise them and to love them the way that they deserve to be loved. So if I were to offer you a trade and I'll take your family and give you your dreams, heck no, not in a million years Hmm. and not with my dying breath ever would I trade my family for my dreams. And God has really been doing a work in me. Like Laura, trust me to balance it out for you. You can't have all of those dreams that you want because you, that would come at a price that you cannot imagine. That would come at the expense and the sacrifice of your family. And that is a price too high to pay. I will never make you pay that much for the dreams in your heart. 
And so now I realize that sometimes it means a radio show, and I'm whispering to my kids with the evil mom, I'm like, go, go, not yet, don't say anything, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I'm running out the door saying, I'm going, I'm like, don't bother me for the next 25, 30 minutes. Or, um, you know, it's funny because sometimes they'll, like, prance up to me and they'll make faces and stuff, and I'll just laugh on the inside, and I'm like, don't you dare, don't you dare, you know. And it's like they'll have this little noisy purr thing, and I'm like, don't, just don't. And so we're having this little silent conversation in the middle of a live radio show, and me and my kids are kind of looking at each other like, don't you dare, or my husband will come in the room um, when we're gifted with the ability to live in the same state. Um, He'll come in the room, and he'll just kind of, like, wink at me and do something goofy, like, to just try to trip me up. And I'm thinking, you know, I could be sitting in his studio with $1,000 equipment, um, completely uninterrupted, and I think that I would It's coming. Yeah, but you know what the crazy thing is? I'll miss these moments of interruption, and I'll miss the the goofy little faces like, hey, Mommy, what if I do this, and what if I do that? Ah, I'll miss that. And, you know, you Mm, will miss... Way to bring me back. ...gymnastics meets, and you will miss packing lunches. And, you know, those things that drive us nuts now, the more people I talk to who are in the next season of life say just cling to it you guys it goes so fast and I'm like yeah yeah yeah. I know I know I know it goes fast I know but really it does my daughter is 14 my oldest and as quickly as my little guy Gideon has turned almost three and all most of you guys have done this with us I we've been getting more and more messages lately through Facebook hey we've been listening to you guys since the beginning holy cow Gideon is almost three in that amount of time my daughter will reach her last year of being at home with us and that scares me to death. And I think, Lord, while I pursue my own dreams, do not let me lose sight of the task that is before me, the most important task you have ever given me, which is to raise these kids in the fear and love of God so that they can then go out and be a, an extension of my ministry. I, God has given me five chances to be five times what I could ever be on my own. And so that right now, and with you, Aiden and Abby, oh, my word, they are such amazing little people anyway, and they love the microphone, and I love that, and they love the camera, and I love that. And I love when Abby is sitting there leading her gymnastics group, just commanding their next move and their next thought. I love that God has given us extensions of ourselves because he knew our dreams were bigger than we could tackle on our own. So he's like, hey, so I'm going to give you these partners, but you're totally going to have to train them. Like, you're going to have to potty train this team before they'll ever be of any use to you. But I promise, get through the tears, get through the report cards, and one day these guys will be the best crew members you guys could ever ask for. And my 14-year-old is already showing me how, how she will be a part of our team one day. Social media, thank goodness. I won't need to do the Facebook stuff anymore because I'm going to have my daughter do it. Um, my son oh, loves feeling. being behind a camera and I'm thinking, yes, and I, I'll just, okay, I'll, okay. I'll buy your food and I won't have to pay you anything extra. So in the moments where God is helping us literally potty train our crew, um, and, and give them experience that they'll need, give them the confidence they need to follow their own dreams. I'm just kind of blown away, and I thank God for the perspective of birds chirping, saying, hey, I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm taking care of you, whether it looks like it or not, and you really don't have to worry about it because I've got this. And then my favorite thing that comes out of your mouth is God. And I believe you when you say it's that. What? I, oh, the phone, uh, the phone cut out. Oh, no, um, God's got this. Oh, 
Yeah. And when you say that, I believe you. And for anybody else who needs to believe it, go ahead. Just remind them. God's got it. He really does. He's got it. I mean, I'm so grateful for that. I see the Von Trumps in your family, only there's going to be like a whole social media you know, like videographer <laughs> team. Do you know what those people charge? Do you know how expensive that stuff is? We're going to make millions. I know. Yeah, we're going to make millions. I can't even wait for that, okay? You know what? I love that, the idea of going towards our dreams and the pace that we go at. And when we get going too fast, that's when you feel yourself out of breath, you know? And so God give us the pace, you know, that we need to get where we're going. You know, believing in ourselves does not mean that we're not scared. It doesn't mean that we, you know, it means that we do it. Laura and I talked about that. They're like, how do you go from believing to getting it done? That's what you asked me. It's like, how do we go from believing? And then you answered it. You said, well, you just got to do it. Yeah. You just got to do it. You just walk towards it, you know? And some people get overwhelmed. Well, I can't go that fast. You don't need to. We're just walking towards it, guys. One step at a time. Three years later. Three years of beautiful moments. Three years of somebody being blessed by our hot mess is so inspiring to us. Laura wrote the title of the book today. It's amazing. It's called Accidentally Inspiring. Patents pending, people. <laughs> All right? Accidentally Inspiring. Maybe I shouldn't have said it out loud. I don't care. I'm saying it. And I love that because, no, I because love it. You, when you, the way you inspire is accidentally. I mean, be yourself. Believe in yourself. Even when you're scared, even when you don't really believe it. Honestly. You know, we talked about faking it to you making it. Believe in yourself. Just go for it and walk towards it. That's how you inspire. I believe that that's how we inspire is by most of our failures, by most of our trips. And, and then the example of here, and here's how God picked us up. And the awesome Neil Sporn, he laid on top of it with a Band-Aid of vacation. You know, I, all the love that he gives us, he loves us so, he loves us so much. I think that's the hardest thing for people to believe, isn't it? It really is. They're like, oh, he can't love me that much. Well, you know what? Believe that right now. Believe that he loves you more than you could ever imagine is my, is my belief. And I'm astounded. I, I'm sitting on my front porch to get away from the noise of the house, and God just sent a robin literally 15 feet away from me that is walking the ground, walking the ground, pecking the ground, walking, 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 pecking. And I, I know that God is going to provide for this bird. I know he is. And the bird is not stressed. You know, its fur isn't everywhere like those pictures that we like to see online, you know, like, um, it's just walking and feeling. And God made these birds so that they could sense under their feet movements in the ground, and they just walk along. And the bird is not stressed. Like this robin is literally just walk, 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 peck. Okay, not here, so now I'm going to go somewhere else. Walk, 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 peck, peck, peck the ground. Nope, nothing here. Okay, let me move on. And I just know that the bird's not worried. It's just looking. It's like, okay, not here. Cool. So now I know I need to look somewhere else. And I would just ask, and it's just hopping, 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 and it's so gracefully, no, it's jumping across the driveway, um, and it puts its head up, it's listening, it's looking both ways, and then it's looking down to the ground, and it's looking both ways, but it's, it's not giving up. And when it doesn't find something in 10 different places, it's, you know, it went to the other side of my yard, and it's just looking and just waiting for God to provide. I don't know if it even knows that it's waiting for God to provide or not, but God has already promised that he will. And I just love that he took, of course, one of those lovely chirping birds. And I said, no, it's not enough for you to hear it, Laura. Not enough for you to be overwhelmed by their song in the air. Um, I'm going to put it on the ground right in front of you just to remind you. And um, it's just so pretty that that God would – I don't know. I'm crazy, but I feel like God literally sent me a little robin this morning just to say, 
Now, look, Laura, this is you, okay? This is you, and you're wandering, and you're wandering, and you're not finding it everywhere. But I'm telling you, the worm is under there, and if you believe that I would provide it for this little bird, this mama bird, I'm going to provide it for you, too, because I promise it. I took time to put that in the scripture. I put that story there, and I put that comparison there because I needed you to know that just like I provide for them, I will provide for you. Just don't give up. Mm. And, you know, we got that, Robin. there. We can either choose to believe or not. And you know what? This morning, doggone it, I'm I'm just going to choose to believe that there is something amazing waiting for us. I am right there, and I, know, and I, I am know grateful I... for all that he's given us in these three years. It's just been awesome. I'm so grateful. Yes. And I have somebody pulling up in front of my house, so this is going to get – this will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're live. What do you think about – just joking. Okay, guys, listen. Catch us <laughs> next week, next Wednesday morning, as we do Chapter 2 and go over joy, which I don't even know what God's going to say. I'm excited. I'll be tuning in, too. And I will see you guys next. And who's there? Who popped up? You know what? Let's just introduce them. Who um, are they? Okay. You know what? It is my friend Courtney. And I just have to tell you another, okay, so God providing, holy moly. I have the next six weeks of my life are going to be ridiculous. Homeschooling, five children, working 40 hours a week. And I'm trying to look at an entire, a three-level house to pack on my own. And I'm going, Lord, how am I going to do this? And my crock pot came <laughs> You, uh, like, I don't have time to cook. This is not the time for a mother's crock pot to cook. So I put it out there online, and I put it on Facebook, and I was like, you know, um, so does anybody have maybe a crock pot they want to sell, an extra one? I don't know. And so this girl pipes up, and she says, you know what? Somebody gave me a KitchenAid mixer, and I had gotten a new crock pot, but I felt like I needed to hang on to this one so that I could pay it forward to somebody when they needed it. And she said, when I saw your post um, – I just, I knew that that's who I was supposed to pay it forward to. And it's this beautiful black and stainless steel crock pot. Holy cow, it has a timer. I've never had a crock pot. With it. And so she said to me, and then she says, and I'm going to deliver it. I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to deliver it. And so I was totally crying yesterday on Facebook. And um, my mom had said, Laura, I'm going to pray for a team to come around you because this is more than you can do on your own. And God knows that. And he's going to send you people. So in addition to the Robin, um, y'all were just witness. I just got this beautiful crock pot handed to me. Like, just handed to me. <laughs> um, and it's bigger. It's like a person. 